This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, Hi, Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Oh, Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, Valacita. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday. God's got our back all the time. Good to hear your sound. Good morning. Good morning, Valacita. It's Carla. Oh, good morning, Carla. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, morning. Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Thank you, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alcita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alcita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. Happy Wednesday. This is Miss B. Good morning, Miss B. Happy Wednesday. Are you enjoying? Is it Texas? Yes, ma'am. All right. So glad you guys made it safely. Oh, me too. Thank God for everybody's prayers. Oh, of course, of course. Good morning. Thank you for calling to clear victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, good morning, it's Christina. Good morning, Christina, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita, who else is on the line? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. This is Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Felicita. Thank you. Good morning.
morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Good morning, Felicita. Um, did you say Gloria? Toyer. Oh, Toyer. Good morning, Toyer. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. And I heard Good morning, Yes, ma'am. This is Kai and Kim. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Likewise. Thank you so much. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Thank you, and happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning, Valletita. Uh Brother Cedric's on the line. I want to ask for a safe travel for Imani as she um, is leaving the Florida today. So safe travel and grace, please. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for letting us know, and good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salicita. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones in mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valicita and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 p.m. 6 a.m. excuse me, Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to continue joining us daily during September where our new monthly theme is entitled Push. Push as in push onward, push harder, extra push, pushing or pressing through, or even pushed as in into purpose. There are three announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, please join us this evening and every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time by calling the same phone number to participate in a short prayer entitled Prayer for the Children. It is a new call that will be held every Wednesday evening for those interested in praying for the children and young adults they love. Please bring your child's name and be prepared to participate in collective prayer to change their lives. Third, we'd like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. 
Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through your PayPal account at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through the cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have uh, two prayer requests submitted. One is for from Bubbly, and she's requesting prayer for Jeffrey Crawford. Again, that's Jeffrey Crawford, and he is not feeling well. He has not been feeling well for two weeks, and now he does not have an appetite. So let's lift up Jeffrey Crawford. Then Cedric is requesting prayer for Imani for safe travels as she travels to Florida. So that's safe travels for Imani. The order of the callers as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is found in Psalms chapter 46, verses 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Father, we thank you for this day. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into our presence. Will you take this moment to just bless you for your goodness and your mercy? We thank you, God, for allowing us to see the dawning of a new day. A new day filled with new possibilities, new mercies, new grace, new opportunities to worship you, to magnify you, to place you as the Lord of our lives. God, we just bless you for how you watched over us and how you kept us. We thank you for the goodness and mercy that you continue to extend to us. God, we just thank you for just being God. We thank you for how you continue to cover us how you continue to keep us. You continue to just bless us. You continue to be good in spite of situations that look bad. We thank you, God, for new perspectives. God, we thank you for newfound freedoms, new liberties in you. God, we thank you for new levels. We thank you for just new opportunities to go deeper in you and to go higher all at the same time. We thank you, God, for greater depth. We thank you, God, for greater revelations. God, we thank you for an opportunity to know you better. Hallelujah. We bless you for all that you've given us, God, for all that you've provided, for all that you do, for all that you will do. God, we thank you for all of your promises. We just thank you, God, that you are a covenant keeper. We thank you, God, for how you continue, God, daily to make covenant with us, to keep us, God, safe and secure in in the midst of everything that's happening, even in the world. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you have the whole wide world right in the palm of your hand. We thank you that you are a God that does not sleep. You don't slumber. God, I thank you that nothing catches you by surprise. 
Father, we lift up those that are sick on today. We lift up those that are discouraged. Father, we lift up the families of the soldiers from Afghanistan, God, that lost their lives on last week. Father, we ask that you would do what only you can do. God, enough to comfort, to give peace. Father, to provide answers to, to questions, God, to heal hearts of mothers and fathers. Oh, my God, to heal the hearts of wives and of husbands and of children, Father. Father, it would look like this world was in a bad shape, but God, we realize and we recognize and we declare that you are God and that you sit on the throne. You sit high, God, and you look low. Hallelujah. I thank you, God, for when the world seems out of control, we recognize that you are yet in control. And anything that's under your control is never out of control. So, Father, we thank you. We just ask that you would do, God, according to your will. Your word says that if my people, which are called by my name, would seek my face, humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, that you would hear from heaven and heal the land. So, Father, we come. Humble as we know how, God, asking you to forgive us of our sins and asking you to heal the land. Father, we lift up those that are ailing. Hallelujah. With COVID, God, the Delta variant. God, we ask that you would bless God, that you would heal, that you would do what only you can do. Father, there is no ventilator that can stand in the presence of your power. God, you are the ultimate breathing machine. God, we ask that you would regulate bodies. Open up lungs, expand capacity, God. Touch circulation, God. Course through bodies. God, we thank you in advance for miracles, signs, and wonders. Father, I ask that you would go into every ICU COVID ward, God, and that you would minister not only to the people that are in the bed, but to those that are attending to those bodies, God, those nurses, that staff, those doctors who are fearful but yet serving. Father, we thank you. And we ask that you would continue to cover them with your blood in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you because we realize that when you have had enough, when your will has been accomplished, God, that you would drive this out just like you did the other place. So Father, we thank you that it is in your timing. <clears throat> and your word reminds us that one day is as a thousand with the Lord. So God, we thank you that your ways are not our ways. Your timing is not our timing. So Father, we just thank you for as your will is being accomplished in the earth as it is on heaven. God, that you give us the grace and the patience. God, that you give us the stamina and the resilience. And God, we thank you that you continue to cover us with your blood. We thank you that no hurt, harm, or danger has come nigh our dwelling. We thank you, God, that even when our bodies were afflicted, God, your mercy and your grace endured. We just bless your name, God, for new mercies. We thank you that your mercies don't run out. Hallelujah. We thank you that they endure forever from generation to generation. So, Father, I thank you for the mercies of my great-grandchildren. I thank you, Father, that I declare and I decree that they will know you as Lord and as Savior. So, God, we bless your name on today. Father, we lift up every church. 
that's open in your name, still declaring the pure, unadulterated gospel. We thank you, God, for the saints of old, the seasoned saints that are still on the battlefield, whether they're in the nursing homes or in bedrooms. God, they can't move about like they used to because it's not safe, but they still have a testimony that you are God. And above you, there is none other. I'm asking that you will strengthen bodies. I'm asking that you would touch minds, give clarity of thought, straighten vision in the name of Jesus. Give them a song, hallelujah, that's down in their belly. And I thank you, God, for even the Holy Spirit that resonates all throughout their body. God, we lift up the walkers to you. Oh, God, we ask that you would touch Pastor Walker and Mother Hazel Walker. God, I thank you even today, that their daily devotion will be new. I thank you, God, that the anointing of the Holy Spirit will fall fresh. Hallelujah. I ask that you will continue to heal and to encourage, to build up. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I lift up every pastor. Hallelujah. That's represented on the line. I thank you for every minister that's represented on the line. I thank you for every child that's represented on the line. And I thank you, God, for safe transition back into school. I thank you, God, for just continuing to keep our children safe. Hallelujah. I thank you, God, that anxiety is going down. I thank you that depression is being dissolved. I thank you, God, that there are no mental health maladies. Hallelujah. That you cannot solve, that you cannot heal. I thank you, God, that you are the answer for the world today. Hallelujah. Whatever the problem is, you are the answer for the world today. So, God, I thank you that we have access. I thank you that we have access to your throne. I thank you that we have access to your grace. We have access to your mercy and to your healing miraculous blood. I thank you for access on this morning. I thank you that we can come boldly before the throne of grace and obtain mercy in time of need. God, I thank you for a clear path. Hallelujah. I thank you, God, that I can run to you and find safety in time of trouble. I just thank you because you are so good. God, you've been better to us than we could ever be to ourselves. And I know people say that and it sounds really good, but God, when we about the goodness of Jesus and all that you've done for us. Our soul can't help but cry out hallelujah. Oh my God, I thank you, God, that you would even consider having relationship with us. Your word says, what is man that God will be mindful of us? You are an amazing God and your love is all consuming. So God, we thank you on today for even the ability to find safety in the shadow of your wings. We thank you, God, for our ability to have hind feet that will take us into high places so that when we are in need of shelter, we can climb and find safety in the rock of ages that is cleft just for us. God, you thought of everything. There is nothing that you haven't thought about. You are an amazing God. So as we take our phones off from you, we do so, hallelujah, with great joy. We do so with great enthusiasm as we say to the only wise God, the majesty, power, dominion forever and ever. We praise you like you're the only wise God. We praise you like you have dominion, that you have power. We praise you that your will give us today our daily bread to give those who trespass against us. It is not 
be power, dominion forever. Father, we lift up Dion as she gets ready to declare the word. We thank you for the anointing, and we ask that it would rest on her head and that it would flow to the soles of her feet. I thank you for talent. I thank you for the witty ideas and inventions. I thank you for how you show her things, God, and how you translate it into spirit. I thank you for how you continue to expand her capacity, God. So I thank you for the living word that's going to come forth. I pray that every heart will be open to hear and to receive in an order to do. We ask that you would make her tongue the pen of a ready writer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, even as you give her downloads right now. Hallelujah, that will transform lives. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're falling fresh on each and every one of us. Hallelujah, we bless your name. And we say amen, and we declare that it is so. Hallelujah, Dion, the call is in your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, bless the name of the Most High God who is great and consistently greatly to be praised. I thank God for another opportunity to speak truth to power. I thank him for his love and his consistency. I thank him this morning that we are all clothed in our right minds, prepared not only to receive Uh, but to be doers of the word this morning. Happy Wednesday. Thank you, thank you, Valuable. Thank you, Bree, and thank you to each of you who have joined us this morning. Happy birthing month. Happy uh, first day of September 2021, 9-1-21. I thank God for being in the land of the living. I thank God for being uh, protected by Psalms, the 91st chapter in its entirety, not just for my household, but for each and every one of our households as we are walking into uh, times where the trajectory is very different. I thank God for being aware uh, of the times that we are standing in and the necessity to be in agreement with what is written of each of us this morning. It is Wait While You Wait Wednesday. So for those of you that are uh, new to the call or unfamiliar with the process, today is the set day that we corporately fast in an effort to gain clarity, gain competence, gain confidence, in the truth of being kingdom citizens. I thank God this morning for knowing that we are seated in heavenly places far above principalities and no demon or no devil can defeat us. Y'all have to hear uh, Miss Georgia sing that it would bless your socks off. So uh, thank God this morning for the word of God and for uh, the conclusion on yesterday of our theme for uh, August, which was new, N-E-W. And if we can, let's double check, triple check, and quadruple check to make sure that all of our lines are muted. 
Amen. Amen. Um, our theme this month is uh, is pretty interesting. Um, and and again, for can you mute your phone for us? Thanks a whole bunch. Um, I don't just pick our themes. Um, I listen for them. Sometimes I get it really early. Sometimes I get it last minute. It just so happened I got this one probably about a week into me. Um, if you understand anything about spiritual numerology, or even if you don't, everyone knows that the gestation period for anything um, when it comes to human life form anyway, has a nine month gestation period. And it is in that ninth month that what was being carried is now positioned to birth. We're, we're standing in that season. This is an absolute birthing month. Um, and I believe that there will be things that come alive in you, things that uh, perhaps the enemy thought you would carry to term and it would be stillborn. I cancel that assignment and every docket assigned in hell's gates, we release it and we speak the truth that you shall live, it shall live. What God has put down on the inside of you shall live and not die. I'm believing that there are uh, some relationships that'll be birthed, uh, some relationships that'll be restored, some things that'll happen in such a way that uh, that thing that you are carrying, and, and I know that it's delivery time because of the times with an S. I believe that um, those those manifestations of things that you've been praying for as you align with the truth of God's word, uh, you will begin to start feeling birthing pains or to travail uh, as the word declares it. Um, I'm, I'm reminded of carrying my eldest son, and I promise I'll give you guys word um, to to support even the push and and the capacity to push. Uh, I, I was heavily into uh, what I thought would be my lifelong career. I, I never in a million years thought anything would be different about this. It was a very natural talent to me. It was very uh, easy for me to do, and I was I was good at it. Um, and I, I remember the, the day that I was, uh, the day that I ended up having to be forced, pushed into labor. And if I were to tag this, uh, this topic, it would be push again, push again. Okay. So it, it was, a, it was a normal day. Um, I was what you would call a high risk pregnancy. Um, if you didn't know that I was pregnant, you wouldn't have known because I literally just looked like I love ice cream and cookies and cupcakes and ho-hos, and I do, and I did. <laughs> I was a little round, but absolutely did not look like I was in the process of carrying a baby to term. 
uh, and that that morning it was the weekend of Easter in 1993 and I mean I was booked and I, I did hair very differently somebody needs to mute um, I usually kept uh, an assistant in 93 I hadn't figured out a system just yet so I believe I might have had 30 heads that day, which is ridiculous. Somebody still needs to mute. Rochelle, do you see who that is? If you do, can you mute them for me? I'm not sure if maybe they can't find theirs, but we'll help them out. And it was, uh, I was still living in Richmond at the time. And um, I, I had on this beautiful, African-y type of mumu-y dress. And honey, back then, you'd wear your Birkenstocks. And I had on socks and Birkenstocks. I'll never forget it. <laughs> I'd gotten my hair braided because I knew that I was going into the hospital. But baby, listen, my book looked so good. And I mean, I was getting money. And I did not have time to be missing my money to go comb no hair. I tried to pack everybody into every... Uh, into that particular day as many as I could because I didn't know when the bells and whistles would start ringing and it would be time for me to deliver this little baby and it would be time for me to push. Well, I figured if I started combing hair, I would not stop. So I made a decision. I said, well, I guess I better run down here and let them do what they've been doing because again, I was high risk. So I had to go every week and I was in my final trimester. So I went right there to Kaiser on McDonald or off of McDonald in Richmond. And I got to the hospital and I figured they'd check me and tell me I wasn't feeling anything. There was no, you know, no contractions, no labor pains, none of that. And so I figured I'd run in, run out and get back to the shop and go get this money, honey. That's all, that's all that was on my mind. Hurry up check in and let me go. Well, I get there. I knew my, my stomach was a little bit different in, in shape. I knew that it looked a little bit different than what it had the day before, but I was young. I was 21 years old. I had no idea what it felt like to be in labor. I had no idea what it felt like to uh, go full term. And so I got up on the table, they did their exam, and all of a sudden, these doctors start coming from everywhere. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, what did I miss? Because I have hair to do. <laughs> I need y'all to hurry up. Whatever you're doing, hurry up. So long story short, my end result, somebody still needs to mute. They told me that... Uh, all of the amniotic fluid in my, the sac that holds my child was gone. There was nothing left. He was in a dry sac that um, he had probably suffocated and that I should prepare myself for a stillborn. And again, I'm 21 years old. At the time, I did not have the best relationship with my mother. I'm there alone. Um, I, I was in the middle of a divorce in my ninth month of pregnancy. 
um, I was petrified. The, the level of terror that hit me is, uh, I can't even relive it well enough to share with you what it felt like to be alone, to be afraid, to be in a situation that was brand new, but more than anything, I was mad because I wanted to go to work. And I said, well, can I, again, this is my ignorance. This is my lack of light. Can I go to work and come back? I didn't understand the gravity or the weight of what they had said. And there was something in my mind that would not let me process what they were saying. And so the statement was, no, ma'am, you um, have to prepare to deliver this baby now. And um, they put me in an ambulance. At the time, cell phones uh, weren't super popular. So I'm, I'm trying to reach my mother, no, no answer. Uh, his father, who was my husband at the time, was not an option. And um, I had to go through the process alone, right? I had to go through that process alone. So by the time they get me to the hospital in Oakland, uh, they had finally reached my mother. They scheduled me for an emergency C-section. Uh, long story short, had the C-section and I could hear them speaking. They had asked my mother to contact whoever my local priest was, whoever my local minister was and um, prepare them to, you know, be there with me and ask if, you know, she needs to call anybody else to be there. Um, because at this point, he didn't have a heartbeat, nor, uh, according to the doctors, he was not breathing. Well, they delivered this little baby and bright-eyed, bushy tail. He came out of the womb, and the first thing he did was look directly into my eyes. He was three pounds, three ounces. He had uh, had an obstruction in his placenta, the thing that was intended to nurture him, the thing that was intended to cause him to grow and to develop. Uh, they had uh, let me know that he had drank his amniotic fluid because he was starving in my womb. Long story short, he ended up in the NICU for about a week. And so they, they rushed him off to do all these tests, checked his eyes, checked his hearing. And he didn't holler when he came out. He was pretty calm. Again, he just looked at me. And I know that they can't see. But it was in that moment as if our souls connected and I knew that not only was he alive, now mind you, I'm terrified because they told me over and over and over and over and over again that this baby is dead. <laughs> well, he's 28 and he's in that room over there uh, on his way to work. <laughs> I love telling stories like that because um it, it is a reminder for me, it is a monument for me that not only has God kept me, but that he is always faithful to his agenda and not the agenda of the world. Now, let me help you guys as we paint this picture. I, I began doing hair when I was 14 years old. I had a full clientele by the time I was 17. I graduated from cosmetology school at the age of 18. I graduated high school early, so I started 
a career path in as a cosmetological entrepreneur, I like to call it, by the age of 19. I opened my first salon at the age of 20. Um, and again, because I thought that this, and I promise I'll tie all this together, I thought that this was my life path. My very first salon was on the corner of 23rd and Market. And um, again, I had done hair since a little girl. I grew up with my grandmother being a cosmetologist. She had done hair her entire life. When she started combing hair, it was 25 cents a press literally being born in 1920 you can imagine that uh she was one of the hottest if you're from richmond you know miss noveline it was miss sadie miss ingram and miss noveline they were the press and curl ladies in uh the richmond area and i meant i was about to not only um begin again uh, or push again, but I thought that I would be the greater version of my grandmother. Well, I wouldn't have ever imagined that in 2008, when the Lord told me to pick up and to move 3,000 miles away, very randomly, very abruptly, that that would not only change, but just like this story that I'm going to share with you today, um, I had to make a decision between what I thought was the path that I would take and the path that God would then put me on in order to push me, in order to push people, in order to push nations and generations into the places that they are designed to go. It was um, then that I discovered when I moved to Atlanta it was almost as if something had happened to not only the passion that I had for being a stylist, um, but it was like he took the grace for me to do it off of me. That being said, I'm going to read you this text. Um, we're going to go to Luke, the fifth chapter, and I'm going to read it in the Message Bible. The theme or the caption of this particular text says, push out into deep water. Push out into deep water. And I'm going to start at verse 1. Verse 1. Once when he saw standing on the shore of Lake Gennesaret, the crowd was pushing in on him to better hear the word of God. He noticed two boats tied up. The fishermen had just left them and went out scrubbing their nets. He climbed into the boat that was Simon's and asked him to put out a little from the shore. That means to just, just edge off the shore so the people won't crowd around. Sitting there using the boat for a pulpit, he taught the crowd. When he finished teaching, he said, Simon, push out into deep water and let your nets out for a catch. Now get this. Simon said, Master, we just finished a hard night and haven't even caught as much as a minnow. But if you say so, and in the in the King James Version it says, uh, but at thy word, I'll let out the nets. It was no sooner said than done a huge haul of fish 
straining the nets past capacity. They waved to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They waved to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They filled both boats, nearly swamping them with the catch. Simon Peter, when he saw it, fell to his knees before Jesus. Master, leave. I'm a sinner. I can't handle this holiness. Leave me to myself. When they pulled in the catch of fish, awe overwhelmed Simon and everyone with him. It was the same with James and with John, Zebedee's son, co-workers with Simeon, or Simon, I'm sorry. Jesus said to Simon, there is nothing to fear. For now, you'll be fishing for men and women and they pulled their boats up on the beach left them nets and all and followed him it was in about 19 maybe 97 or 98 it may have been the early 2000s there was a little song that the lord gave me at the time i was um, actively singing frequently. And I, I say this, if you're new to the call, you may never have heard me use this term. I was a hooker. Uh, I'm not a prostitute. That's very different. I used to sing hooks for people like Too Short and Snoop and Scarface and um, things of that nature. And I remember, uh, and again, this I promise I'll make all of this make sense. Um, I remember the very last song that I did for Too Short, or I, I just call him Todd. Um, it was called Heroin. And I remember going to the studio. They paid me very well <laughs> to do the song, but they could never get me to do the videos because I was saying, I'm going to get in trouble if I do all of that. I'm, that's, I'm doing a lot doing these hooks. But I remember hearing the song back, and it made me sick to my stomach. And I remember uh, that being the beginning of me moving out of the secular industry, which was extra fun and paid very well. But I knew that I had a little bit too much courage when it came to worldly things. And I knew that if I went too far, I'd get caught up. And I remember God giving me this song called Follow Me. I had no idea the revelation that it was as a young woman. I had no idea how pinnacle that song would be in my transitions, not just one, but most of them. It was when the Lord told me that he was changing everything and he needed me to follow him. I had written that song prophetically, so to speak, in about 98, 99. And as time went on, round about 2007, uh, my my ability to go um, to the studio started to shift. I, I would be the only girl the majority of the time, and they used to tease me because I'd take my Bible with me and too short and be legit. They would tease me emphatically because I would always be witnessing to the little girls that they brought in into the studio. I promise I'm going to make this make sense. God was evolving me. He was changing me piece by piece, bit by bit. He was pushing me into places that I was not 
emotionally prepared for. I didn't feel like I had the capacity uh, to go into. He was pulling me and drawing me out, push me out a little bit from the distance. He would always keep me in atmospheres, but there was something about me. There was something about what he had on my life, something about the mandate and the call that made it very obvious that this was not that that I was not them and that there were certain things that I don't care who did what for how long, I don't care how long I had done hair, he had something else for me to do so much so that he took the desire, it was like he took the taste out of my mouth to do hair, like he took the taste out of my mouth in, in my sessions and in music and I, I mean, and I was moving and traveling and going here and going there and I remember uh, at the nearing the very bitter end um, I was going to go on tour with Lucy Pearl and In Vogue, <laughs> and I had packed my trunk, and I was prepared in my mind to go where this money was. They they pay you very well to go. I was on my way to Europe, and I had worked out what I was going to do with Deontay. Mind you, this this little baby that was, quote, unquote, going to die, uh, a slated to die in my room. And I remember telling that cotton picking Tanya Nadine Alexander that I was going to Europe for six weeks. And some of you have heard this story already. Um, and, and it was right on the tail end, the precipice of me knowing that I shouldn't be going. But there was this thing inside of me that was like, oh, if I go, this might be my moment. This might be my chance. Things might be different. And I told her, and I was excited. I bought a trunk and started making arrangements for Josiah, I mean, for Josiah, for Deontay to be cared for for the time that I was going to be gone. And all of a sudden, I hear this spamming at my door. <laughs> and I get to my door, and this little bitty lady standing in the doorway, halfway bent over, speaking in tongues and crying. I hated her in that moment. <laughs> I knew exactly why she was there. There was a thing in my spirit that let me know that this was not that. And she told me this is a warning that if you go, you may not make it back the same way you left. And there was a part of me that had an argument in my head. I'm going to, I'm going with Invogue on tour and Lucy I'm in. Tony, 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 are you kidding me? How bad can it be? But because I've always had an affinity for the things of Christ, and from a young woman, I've always been able to hear his voice actively. I knew that it was a warning that if I didn't heed, I would be in a world of trouble. I walked back in that house all that stuff that was in that trunk, I started throwing it left and right. And I was like, God, what do you want from me? And no different than when Simon said, hey, hey, we've been out here fishing. We ain't even caught a minnow. <laughs> we coming up with nothing. And hair had been really good to me. Music had been really good to me. Money was not an object. I bought what I wanted. I went where I wanted, I ate where I wanted, I had excess to give here and to give there, and here we are in 2021, and my life is still arrested 
by ministry. Everything that I thought that I would do is different. Everything that I anticipated I would be looks nothing like what I saw. Every single thing that I attempted to do in my own power, no different than Simon and Peter and John who had been efficient all night long. It was that little bitty push, that little bitty move from one place to the next. It was a change in location. There are things that God in this season and in this moment, things that make absolutely no sense. Who would intentionally say, no, nah, I'm not going to come make this $10,000 to sing this hook that takes me 20 minutes to sing. <laughs> right? I, I'm not going to take these 27 clients that each one of them, are at least, at, especially in this time and day and hours, three to $500, I, 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 can't, I can't do it. Doesn't make sense. I, I did it a million, a million, a million times. Hair was to train me to be able to talk to you today, this morning. Hair was to teach me how to keep secrets. Music was to show me exactly what's out there and how the industry works, things that you would not believe, things that would absolutely blow your mind, things that would capsize the lives of many others. I was always the only girl, but I was able to keep my hands clean because they respected the fact that I had a relationship with God in real life. I didn't even realize to what degree until later when they started to tell me, Dion, you were never what the other ones were. We always wondered, you was the weirdo. I'll take it by the grace of God. I'm saying all of that to say what you did once before See, a lot of times we, we have a problem with being pushed into places and locations that are unfamiliar. We have a problem with being pushed. It was my transition 3,000 miles away that began the process of God breaking off religion and tradition and custom and culture. I never knew why I had to go, but I knew that he was sending me there. Right? There are things that God is doing right now in who you are, and it doesn't make sense, and it doesn't look like it's going to work, and it doesn't look like it's the smartest decision. But I'm telling you, if you hear Holy Spirit right now, because we are standing in the middle of revelations right this second, if you don't heed, you're going to keep coming up with empty nets. You're going to keep coming up with uh, a little bit more of the same, nothing. Nothing that resembles what it is that God already sees for you. Let me go back to the word so, so I can tie all of this together, right? And so then it says, uh, Simon Peter, when he saw it, oh, well, let me back up a little bit further. Um, okay, in, in five, five through seven, it says, and Simon said, Master, we've been fishing hard all night and haven't caught even a minnow. But if you say so, but at thy word, I'll let out the nets. There are things that are inside of you, which is why we were talking about even the, the birthing process. There are things inside of you that if you don't now, and hear me when I say it, in this particular month, there are businesses, there are books, there are manuscripts, <clears throat> there are things inside of you that you've attempted in times past 
that you need to do again, push again. But but yeah, Dion, they, they rejected me the first time I did it. There are, there are positions, even in government, there are positions in, in local um, businesses that you know you were assigned to do and, and something happened that did not work in that season. This is that season. This is the, the month where you need to do it again. You started to write, but you got sidetracked. Do it again. Push again. I, I, I want to not only encourage you, but implore that you would push yourself to a place of discomfort in this season. Some of you are supposed to quit a job, and you know it. And you're worried about what's going to happen. What next? How do I do this? How do I do that? Right? Listen. This is the response in this season. After he said, but if you say so, but at thy word, I'll let out the net. Listen, it was no sooner said than done. We have a responsibility as kingdom citizens, as believers, in the most critical hour of our lives to be in position. See, if they were still on the shore, if they had not gone out into the water, they would have been on the shore and casting their nets would not have been an option. The very thing that is an asset in the water is more of a trap when it's on dry land. There are things that you'll need to do in this season to prepare you for the greatest transition you've ever experienced in your life. And I'm saying that prophetically. This is a season where you will transition financially, and, and I need you to be clear. This is not about Birkin bags. This is not about a new house. This is not about automobiles. This is not about uh, getting your uh, best uh, hair pack. This is not about that. We have to be positioned financially to make the impact necessary for people to see God. Some people won't ever see them when you have absolutely nothing. And not that God needs to be uh, uh, boosted with finances. Don't get it twisted. But I'm telling you, in miraculous masses, I, I'm, keep in mind that if you look at this text, that as soon as they threw their nets out, they brought in not just enough, but they needed help bringing in what they had caught. This is a season of winning souls in such a way that it begins to blow the world's mind. This is that season, y'all. This is a season where evangelism and discipleship are the most important things you could ever do. The, the holler of repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. That's what we're standing in. There are some of you that will be gone out into nations. I'm, I'm not just talking about uh, down the street or the Minnesota and, uh, or the Washington or things like that. I'm talking about God is about to super launch those that have the capacity. Now, mind you, keep in, in this word, and you should go back and read it, especially if you're fasting today. Listen, it says that it was no sooner said than done, that a huge haul of fish straining the nets past capacity, past capacity, past 
capacity, more than you can handle. That means that those around you will be blessed because you repositioned yourself. Those around you will be blessed. See, now, if I had gone to Europe, I don't know if I'd be sane in my mind. I don't know if I'd have a Josiah. I don't know uh, what would have happened in my life. But I, but I know that uh, what I thought I should have done when he held me back by the grace of God through a relationship, amen, he used a, a relationship to get me completely together. If you think about this, listen, the number of souls uh, that I've been able to fish for from right here, because at his word, whatever he said, do it. He told me, don't do this. Uh, I used to get so frustrated. Yeah, you can't do that no more. When when I got instructions that hair was not my trust anymore, I thought I was going to have a whole heart attack. I did, I did. Hair was good to me. Very, very, very good to me. It was lucrative. But for the the exchange, I've been able to wave my hand at a lot of y'all. <laughs> a whole come on over here. And help me bring these fish in. Come on, come on over here and uh, bring your boat. Right? I, I've been blessed to watch ministries be born, marriages be restored, lives be changed, hearts be regulated, minds be restructured because. I walked away from because he pushed me out of what was comfortable to me, out of what was familiar to me, out of what I had been doing forever in an effort to get me to a place where not only did I become fishers of men, but that, that the effort is duplicated through each and every one of you all, through folks who didn't have the confidence to say much of anything to witnessing and speaking in power and authority. What if I had done what I wanted to do and, and kept on singing hooks for Too Short and Snoop and Tupac and all? What if that had just been my trough and that had been my focus is making the money? What if I had stayed where I was and didn't allow him to push me into the deep places, right? What if I hadn't spent time fasting and praying when he would prompt me to because I could hear him? What if some of the excursions you would never understand, the moments I wore tape on my mouth and didn't explain, only Tanya would understand what was happening? What if when he told me, Dion, go walk around this block seven times and every single drug dealer, every single prostitute, one of them on this call today, 25 years later, what if I had said, I ain't going to walk around, they're going to think I'm crazy? What if when he told me to get up in the middle of the night and walk around specific properties? and pray for the homeowners and every single one of those drug dealers that used to sell drugs on that corner that I, on that street or block that I walked around, got saved, sanctified, field, either that or they ended up dead. How about that? And I'm not saying it for anything other than God will do things that have nothing to do with what you think you see and use them to transform lives and nations and generations and break curses. But you have to be open to hear him when he says, push. 
I couldn't see how I was going to make it from this month to that month because I had listened. And here it is years later, and he's still Jehovah Jireh, and he's still sustaining me, and he still kept my mind, and he still kept my heart. What if I hadn't walked away from here when he told me to? I never would have went to Atlanta. I never would have started praying with groups of people in Atlanta. <laughs> I never would have come home with an appetite or a desire to pray every day that turned into this we're standing in. What if I said, all right, Lord, I, I am going, I, would, I wouldn't have had the capacity or ability had I not gotten a job at AT&T as a last resort that I didn't want to get that revolutionized my whole way of thinking. I wouldn't have had a digital footprint. I wouldn't have known how to put together all these different <laughs> social media things. I wouldn't have known how to do any of that if I hadn't listened in that moment. There are things that God will tell you in the middle of what you're doing that you think is working to transition you into the deeper things, the deeper places, the places where you haven't launched out, the places where you haven't branched out. He has a desire to move you from comfortable to above capacity. And then get this, then he will teach you how to invite the people that are necessary in to help you carry what it is that he's helping you build, or he's provoking you to build, or he's pushing you to build, or he's calling you to build. There are things inside of each one of us that we owe the world. As I look at in my mind's eye, uh, the pain of my inheritance, my mother's wounds, or as I look at uh, the fire didn't burn us, or I look at uh, glorifying grace, prayer journal, or as I look at uh, tales of triumph from Denise Smith, or as I look at unscarred, hallelujah, or as I look at starting over in uh, and loving it, I look at so many different these books, these books, uh, when a woman cries, I, I look at all these different uh, businesses, me Mary is in Hawaii uh, with her fish uh, waffle house. And I mean, and it's, it's so many and Valerie, every other day I'm looking at a, a new flyer where she's speaking and speaking truth to power. And I, I look at all these different things that, that have transpired, not just in the spirit, but also in the natural. They manifested right here. It's time to push, push out of places of familiarity, push out of your place of comfort, push out of all of the excuses that you make not to step into great, push out of that job that you know is a, a, a dog on secular motion. It has no way that carries you nowhere. The things that are pulling as opposed to pushing you into purpose. This is the season where uh, the birth canal, if you think about the, the three trimesters or the three stages of the birthing process, there are things that God has been developing in you, things that he's used to cultivate you, experiences that will take you from one place to the next, but you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. And you have to be able to hear him so that when he says, go X, Y, Z, do X, Y, Z, you can say, and at thy word, 
So much happened so fast that everybody was spooked. Everybody was in absolute awe. I believe that some people are going to be awed in this season by how fast God pushes you forward. How how fast uh, God begins to realign you with your purpose and your destiny. But listen, at thy word, there there has to be a level of obedience in this season that makes you uncomfortable. Where you don't get it, where it seems like it doesn't make sense, where it's extremely uncomfortable, where you're frustrated in the process. There has to be a season of obeying God, not just kind of sort of, I mean indefinitely, indignantly, like radical obedience, like the kind of obedience that almost makes you mad, like some relationships will end in this season, like some relationships will begin in this season, like some uh, jobs may end in this season, but I guarantee you a new position is open and waiting for you, so much so that you're going to need some help. Keep in mind that every single thing, you do not see one person in any of these stories doing something solely alone. I'm talking about in each account of this same experience from Matthew, from the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? I want you to start wrapping your mind around the fact that some things are going to shift, some things are going to change, and God is going to send some people that are going to help you carry what it is that he assigned you to do, right? And some people may not even understand the relationship. Don't worry about that. Listen, respond. Listen and listen with clarity, especially today if you're fasting, even after you say your little prayers or whatever, and I'm not calling your prayers little, I'm just, there's just terminology. After you pray, uh, spend today with your ear to the ground. Because there are some next steps. There is nobody under the sound of my voice that there are not next steps for. Nobody. Every single person under the sound of my voice. If your business is thriving, guess what? It, push it out into the deep. It's another level of it. Right? There's another, I don't care what it is. There's another level of, there is more. There is more. You can say that out loud. There is more. Push again. Push again. Push again, push again. So, Father, I thank you for the word. I thank you for the truth of your word. I thank you that you are God that cannot fail. And I pray now, oh, God, that every person under the sound of my voice would not only push again, but they trust you differently. They trust you the more, that they'd expect more of who you are in them. Your word declares greater works than these shall we do in your name. Father, the hour is upon us where greater is necessary, a greater heart for evangelism and discipleship, a greater heart for the sinner, a greater heart even for somebody right now under the sound of my voice is being called to street corners, literally somebody under the sound of my voice, you've heard God tell you to hit outside, to uh, be be a, a dang near a spectacle. I pray God for the courage to obey you straightway so that you can demonstrate your power, your saving grace, your healing grace in the name of Jesus. 
Father, I thank you that we are all covered by the blood of Jesus and that no weapon formed against any of us will prosper. I pray no backlash from this declaration. And I pray, Father, that we would have a mind to expedite that which you order us to expediently, that there would be an urgency down on the inside of us when the contractions come. God, that not only will we push, but I thank you for the capacity to deliver, to deliver healthy, well babies, the things that you've assigned to our lives that should be made manifest in the earth, that your kingdom come, that your will be done on earth, hallelujah, as it is in heaven. I pray, Father, that our hearts and our minds begin to align with the truth of who you are and how we were created to observe you and to walk in the truth and power. Mute your phone, please. I thank you, Father, that you have already orchestrated our steps for the day. We loose the angels that are assigned to our lives to go before us, to walk alongside us and to come after us, that your purposes will be accomplished in the earth. I thank you in advance, Father, that our children will be greater legacies than even our lives and that our example will call for them to praise us in the gates, giving you glory and honor for being the truth, the way and the light. I thank you, God, that you've already predestined us and that we are seated in heavenly places. I pray this morning, Father, that you get the glory out of our lives like never before. In the matchless name of Jesus, we declare it, we decree it and call it done. So now this is the part where if we have any guests or visitors, we'd like to give you an opportunity to share uh, where you're calling from, what your name is and who invited you. If there's one, now's your time. Guest first, please. Good morning, Charlie and Dion. This is Bubbly. Happy Wednesday. Oh, hey, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody else want to say good morning? I'll open the floor. This is Gwen. Awesome decor. <laughs> I just love you, Dion. Man, this was a divine appointment. I'm so Amen. glad. Well, good morning. Welcome. Good to hear your voice. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so wait, why, why don't you do this? Oh, that? <laughs> Wait, who who is that? Oh, I'm tired. Rochelle? Mm-mm. Nope. 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 Amen. Anybody else have a good morning? Good morning, sis. This is Kathleen. How are you doing this morning? Hey, great morning, Kat. Love you. Yeah. Love you too, sis. Good morning, this is Leoma, your great decoration. Thank you. Great morning, this Miss Leoma. Good morning, Yvette. It was a few of y'all. Good morning. It's Yvette. Hey, Yvette, good morning. Somebody's in their car on speakerphone. If you just turn your, your uh, radio down, it'd be fine. Good morning, it's Jubilant. Hey, Ju, good morning. Good morning, it's Diane. 
Hey, lady dog. Good morning. Good morning, it's Elsie. Hey, Elsie. Good morning, babe. Good morning, it's Monica. Hey, Monica. Good morning. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Hey, Prosperous. Good morning. I heard somebody else. Who was that? Good morning, it's Persistent. Hey, hey, Persistent, and it's me. Good morning. Kenya. Good morning, Dion. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Kenya. Good morning, Miss Krishanda. God hey, bless Krishanda, you. Hey, Krishanda, good morning. God bless hey, you. Good morning, Miss Patsy. Hi, Patsy. Good morning. Hey, Pasha, good morning. Hey, Mark, good morning. Hey, Mark, good morning. Anybody else? Good morning. It's Bernice. Hi, Bernice. Hi. <laughs> 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 Anybody else? Good morning. It's Magnificent. Good morning, family. Good morning, Pastor. Hey, Magnificent. Good morning. Anybody Good morning, Dion. Hey. Good morning, Dion. It's Carla. Hey, Carla. Good morning. Good morning. It's morning. beloved. Everyone. Hey, beloved. Good morning. Good morning, dear. Uh oh. Who is it? I'm trying to hear you, babe. Oh, hey. Hey, control. Mm-hmm. Amen. Good morning. This is Georgia. Hey, Georgia, Georgia. <laughs> good morning. This is Al. Hey, Al. Good morning. Hey, anybody else? Any more testosterone? Okay, somebody needs to mute. All right. Anybody else? I know you can't hear. Yeah. You can't hear my whole. You can't hear my whole break room. But the whole break room is saying hello. Good morning. God morning. Great hey. morning. Hey, my whole break room. Hey, hey, break room. Good morning. Hi, Tish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Hey man. Anybody else have anything you want to share? I know exactly who it was. Not today. Nope. Not today. We're not doing that. This morning, we're going to go ahead and push forward. Amen. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? Dion? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Good morning. This is Tracy. <clears throat> hey, girl. Good morning. I had to step away from work because I was about to jump around. I was jumping around in here listening to you. I wanted to say um, that this morning, for me, you sound different. Do me a favor, I, I, turn I, I, turn away turn away from the wind, Trey. It's blowing in your mic. Okay. I um I heard your story differently this morning. Um when you said I was twenty one years old 
in the emergency room or in the facility, and I was about to go into labor, and I was by myself. And I was like, wow, I can't even imagine what you were dealing with. Um, I know God was definitely with you at that time, but, you know, sometimes when we go through things, we just, our emotions be all over the place. And then I'm like, that's where she gets it from, radical midwife. Everything that God has taken you through, and every time you talk about something, I get a different perspective of your story um, and how God delivered you from a lot of things. And when you talk about push in your purpose, every time I start something, I stop because I have a fear, that fear, like we talk about writing. And you're like, you know what, today is the day. So I'm just going to put it out there. Um, I've been writing some journaling and journaling and thinking about some stuff and I just uh just want to thank you for this morning and just tell you I love you. Amen. Amen. Blessings to you, babe. I um yeah. Uh amen. Amen. I, I thank God. Um uh, some of the stories if I told y'all y'all would think I was making them up. So some stuff I hold back because <laughs> everybody doesn't have the capacity, especially really religious people. If somebody's phone is on speaker and you need to either mute or turn your volume all the way down, maybe in your car, because we're feeding back. Let me see. Yeah, I think you, that may have happened. No, it's still doing it. Rochelle, control. If, if you're not going to speak right now, I'm just going to ask that you would mute your phone because it's giving us, uh, there we go. No, let me see. Um, yeah, I don't know who it is. But it's, it's somebody that is, uh, you have to catch it. Oh, now it stopped echoing. Thank you very much. Amen. Anybody have any additional questions, comments, commentary? Hey, Dan, Christina. Hey, babe. First of all, I just wanted to thank you for your um, declaration. It was definitely confirmation uh, for a lot of things. And one of the... Um, aha moments, I guess, because there's a lot about you I didn't realize. I didn't know you sang so well <laughs> until I heard your story. But also when you talk about having to go through the process of giving birth by yourself, um, the act of pushing, we have to do that. We can have people telling us around us to push, to go, but the action, the verb, we have to do. So mm -hmm. thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Big time. Big time. Very good. Hey, Dion. It's Gwen. Hey, Gwen. Hey, Dion. I just want you to know, man, Jesus, God. Okay, I'd have to speak in tongues to say everything I want to say because I don't know how to say it all. But as the sister before said, it's definitely confirmation, the message that the Lord is trying to uh, deliver here through the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, there's just so many things I want to do. And I know the Lord has deposited in my spirit, in me, you know, he has impregnated me with so much. And I've been pregnant for too long and I haven't given birth. And so I'm like, man, Lord, I know he's taken me through another level. You know, I went through that whole, you know, where I was at. And then he changed me, and I thought that was it. I thought, like, man, I made it. But he's sending me through another one. I'm like, come on, Jesus, what you doing? And I know, based on 
the declaration you've given that, you know, it, it's, it's more to come and he has a lot more for me to do. I got books to write. I got, oh my God, I can't tell you the list of things that are inside of me that have not come forth yet. And I'm looking forward to how to give birth, how to get it all done. And I can't say no more because, man, I'm full. Thank you so much for inspiration. Yep. Amen. Amen. God be praised. Well, we pray that not only you deliver, uh, but the attempts of the enemy for you to miscarry uh, be be thwarted. So I thank God in advance for your delivery. Amen. Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. Great decoration, Dion. Okay. So yesterday, uh, I um, I am pushing forward. You know, to be right, righteous in God's way. Um, but the enemy had me, it's an accident happened yesterday. A lady hit my mirror. And so when she kept going, so I caught up with her and she said, I didn't hear, um, me hitting your mirror because I can't hear on this side. And so I said, okay. She, she said her husband, as he gets off of work, he would contact me. And so he did. And so I went to the uh, auto place and they were saying $800. There's nothing wrong with the mirror. But what I'm saying is that the enemy had me think, okay, it's about money. It's not about money, right? That, you know, you should charge him 350 right? When there's nothing wrong with the mirror, right? But then I said, no, no, no. The spirit, my spirit says, no, no. That's the old Lisa, you know, you don't need because God's still providing for me. So I was pushing and get out of here. That's not, get out of my head thinking this way, right? So it only cost, the mirror was a little shaky, but it was only $40. So what I'm saying is God is pushing me uh, the way my thinking to know you are Oh, child of God, you know, you know nothing is really wrong with the mirror. It was a little shaky, so they was able to glue it, you know, like so it Amen. wouldn't move dry. So I'm just grateful and thankful that this morning that, you know, she, even though she didn't hear it, you know, I could have went all the way the other well, old way, but the new way, and then we just pushing through. No, you're going to be righteous. God has changed you. You're changing. So get that out of your head. Amen. Amen. God be praised. Amen. Thanks for sharing that, Lisa. Um, yeah. Anybody else have a share this morning? Good morning, Radical. Good morning. This is Kyan Kim. Hey, Kyan Kim. Good morning. I have a question. Is um, What is the topic for the month? Is it push? The, this month is push. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to thank God this morning, first of all, for being the head of my life. Um, I thank him that he gave birth to you, that he utilized mm-hmm. your parents to bring you through. You truly are a blessing in my life. God gave me push some time ago. That's actually one of my ministries. Um, and it stands for Persevere Under Sudden Hardship. And your declaration was amazing. As I told you before, I'm pregnant. Like the other sister said, I'm overdue. <laughs> they about to go ahead and have to use of amniotic, uh, I mean, um, Pitocin on me in a minute if I don't get going. But I just wanted to tell you that you're amazing. I really appreciate you. I love you from the bottom of my heart. And I thank God for what you do for the people of God. And I hope that everybody has a blessed day. 
Amen. We pray you have a blessed day as well. Thank you for sharing. And again, I pray that not only you deliver, but um, we speak that you will not miscarry in this season. Amen. 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 Somebody else? Amen. This is Toyer. And I just wanted to share my spirit keeps saying, push past your pain to your purpose. I wanted to be obedient and repeat, thus says the Lord. Amen. 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 No, no question. Pushing past our, listen, if I didn't push, push past my pain, I'd be in a whole pickle. That's it. I mean, I would be in a whole pickle <laughs> if I hadn't pushed past my pain. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Anybody else? Good morning. Good, good morning. Good morning. Amen. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Me or Kenya? <laughs> anyway, good no, morning. You, you, you go, you go, V. Yeah. Hey. Good morning. This awesome, so much confirmation. And I, too, am sitting here overflowing. And um, just it's just all on point, sis. All on point. Job has ended, and, and what came to my mind was, Summer has ended. Harvest is coming gone, and we're still not saved. And so in that, we have to push past on what we see. And as far as um, all, all of what you said spoke in loud volumes to me this morning. And in that, I'm going to be quiet before I go into another round. So <laughs> praise God. <laughs> I love you, sir. Thank you so much. Blessings to you. I love you too. Love you too. Yeah. We all on a little journey. Amen. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kenya. I just wanted to say that um, <clears throat> this year, of course, has been pretty rough and pretty hard. But when you said that it's that gestational nine month period, I think it's mm-hmm. time for me to push and I feel it. And I'm hearing him more, just waiting on him to tell me what the purpose is so I can completely push. But I'm ready for it. Yep, you are. It's all good. <laughs> I love your giggles. I swear I do. Even when I don't want to hear it, I still love it. Always giggle at the most inopportune times. I'm sorry. I can't help it because some stuff just be funny to me. <laughs> I like. I like to. I'm a bit. Of, I'm a bit of a voyeur. I like to watch. I love progress. Amen. Anybody else have anything this morning? I do, I do, I do. This is persistent. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Um, yeah, it's amazing to listen to you. It really is. Um, to uh, sit, uh, I've had a chance to just listen and and acknowledge your your gifting, your anointing, and then to hear the stories and to see someone live it and walk it daily and discover who they are. It's pretty amazing. And and own Radical Midwife, that is definitely you. I know this is where I'm supposed to be. And every every vineyard around me is dried up, ugly, um, you know, little teeny sprouts coming out barely enough that I can sell at the marketplace and, you know, maybe make some ends meet. It's been a rough year, no question about it. And so this is perfect timing, and I know that I am to be into something else. 
um, and I know things he has spoken to me. And like everyone else has said, um, I'm pregnant and been pregnant and, and uh, overdue for, for birthing. So the timing of it all is absolutely um, perfect. Um, and uh, like they said, from pain to purpose, I've heard that a lot. I have a sister that's a pastor, and she speaks to me a lot about that every now and then when I allow her to. Um, but anyway, nonetheless, I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say that the timing of it all, like you said it, is many of you on this line <laughs> that are pregnant um, and going, and it's time. It's either now or never. That's the way I feel right now. Uh, it's like a 911 call to birthing um, and, and just doing it and stepping out. But I just want to say uh, thank you, radical midwife, that you are. <laughs> <laughs> just it's it's amazing to be a part of this and I have to thank my brother Nick for that referral and um for once I always say for once for me I got something right and the one thing I got right was getting on the declare victory line and I can't wait to meet all of y'all one of these days here soon but um thank you just thank amen. you <laughs> amen God be praised um I don't think anybody that has been sent here um, is out of position, no matter the time or the season. Um, we've had people, of course, come and go. Um, we've had moments where we thought that this would not even be a forum anymore. I've tried to give it away and quit and walk away from it and hand it off. And I mean, I had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of plans, but Nevertheless, uh, here we are, and I'm obviously tied to it, and I don't have permission to walk away from it. So I believe I'll stay away. Uh, as my grandma would say, I'll run on and see what the end is going to be. Amen. Y'all just keep on praying my strength. Because <laughs> I show hey, the music. Hey, hey, hey uh, I hear Dee Dee and who else? Who else is that? For Shonda. Krishanda, amen. <laughs> uh, y'all, y'all go in that order. Didi go and then Krishanda go. So first of all, my sister, I love you so much. You already know that. But my just listening to you, and again, I knew a lot of it, but I heard it differently this morning, and so it just made me love you even more. And that strength that you have to really know you, right, and to watch you through all that you've gone through, how you still just you're still here and you're still in your sound mind and you still you know you just have so much love and how God strategically set you up like you said the 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 uh hair when you were doing hair taught you how to hold secrets and how not to judge and just who you are but then I've watched the attacks and so I'm sitting here like I'm laying here now listening and I'm saying man God I'm grateful for the connection because I know now that I needed my I needed my sister so that I wouldn't lose it, if that makes any sense, so I could get even stronger. It's like um, an energy force, if, so, you know what I mean? So I get it. I even understand now, even why when I lost Demetrius, why it makes sense. At 18 years old, why I did lose my mind, because he knew that we were going to connect and become more powerful. So just know that I love you and I got you and I know why you are who you are. I mean, it all just like I'm laughing because it makes sense. And I know why you didn't go. And when Tanya showed up um, speaking in tongue and you didn't get to go on tour, all of it makes sense. So I just love you, Deanna. You know that I got you. 
I just got you. So I love you. I wanted to share that. I wanted to fire on her. Get off my porch, you crazy <laughs> church And then lady. she was probably cracking up afterwards. <laughs> no, she wasn't cracking up, honey. She was crying so hard. It scared me half to death. Honey, that's what made me throw all that stuff out that stupid trunk. Ooh, I was mad. I had a lot of plans. Prashonda, go ahead. <laughs> Boy, that visual. <laughs> the oh, visual me. today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, praise be to God. Um, ditto everything that Miss Judy just said. And um, I just wanted to say, we all know that God has a plan and his plan is perfect. And he can and he will. No matter what it looks like. Oh, hallelujah. He can and he will. God bless you. I'm back Amen. on you. Bless you, sis. Thank you. Thank you, Dee. I appreciate you. Anybody else? Well, you're not just going to talk about me. <laughs> I did want to fire on you. I was so mad. Like I'm special. <clears throat> Honey. Oh, I, I didn't want to go to your little funky house anyway. Well, whatever. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Who does that? Just show up on your. I want to tell her. We got a whole other conversation your... going on. Yeah, that it's Moxie. Mona, mute your phone, girl. <laughs> I think. It is. You yeah, having a whole sure. conversation? We can hear you. No, it ain't Moxie. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> oh, <it laughs> Don't blame that on me. <laughs> Rochelle, whoever it is, they, they mute them because they don't know they um, are just talking. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so, but I don't know that I ever told you this. I did not want to come to your house. And I don't quite mm-hmm. remember it like the way you said it, but whatever. Um, we all have our own perceptions. But I, did, I didn't want to go. I knew I had to go. Because, you know, immediately what I thought was, oh, you probably judging her just because you saved and she different. You know, I knew you were saved. That's not what I mean. Um, I knew that there was the process of sanctification was still occurring in your life, just like it does for everybody, right? And so um, just to be clear, I, I really want to speak to the legalistic people that are on the phone. You probably are not, never going to say nothing, but we know you're here. And, and for the people, you, you hear for a reason because you want to get out. You just don't need know that you need to get out or that you want to get out or what you need to get out of, legalism and religiosity. Right. But it's been a part of you for so long. You don't you don't see it. But keep coming. Keep coming. I don't care how long. If you keep coming, there's going to be a change. But anyway, back to Dion. I assumed it was me prejudging her because I didn't I knew she Dion. I knew she was saved to the I knew if I didn't know nothing else. Dion loved Jesus. I knew that. And so when she told me I didn't react, but in my immediately I was like, oh, my God, oh, and so I went home and the Lord started to deal with me. And um, I remember not wanting to go, but I had that feeling, you got to go. You have to tell her because what if she goes and something happens and you knew and you didn't send out the lifeline. And so I was, you know, to be honest, I was shocked that she listened. I just knew Dion was going to go ahead, whatever. Because in my mind, oh, it's probably just me. I didn't realize the impact that it had on her. 
I didn't. And so I'm thankful. But here's what I wanted to say. She had a choice in that. Even though our steps are ordered and it's already been written of us, right, she still, she still had a free will of choice. God never told her as much as he loves her. And he could have used anybody, right? But, but she made a decision. She made a, even though, listen, even though she was angry, even though she was disappointed, but she, I didn't just come give her a prophetic word. See, when somebody gives you a prophetic word, generally it is to confirm what God has already said. There is a something, a connection happens. And so the Bible talks about try the spirit by the trip spirit. So you be careful of these people who, who have a word for you. And you be like, what? Where did no, that's not even my character. That's not from God. And so anyway, all, all I'm saying is, is that this is a great teachable moment. Um, that's what stood out to me when you, that was one of the things that stood out to me is choice. That's what I heard immediately as you talked about it. And then, then my heart went out when you talked about um, baby Deontay. The baby, the enemy tried to kill him. He's tried to kill him from birth. Over and he over He hadn't even again. got here yet. He hadn't even over gotten here again. yet. Mm-hmm. He hadn't even gotten here yet. And the mm-hmm. enemy had an assignment to kill that baby. Um, but God said no. Even in his preemie state, right? He he, <laughs> and he's a little fella even to this day, but but he's still here though. Um, and he's on a path to discovering his purpose. And that's so amazing. So here's the last thing, Dion. I want to say to my religious brothers and sisters that might be on the call, that might have immediately judged the fact that Dion was singing hooks. And I knew it, you know, but as she, she, you know, she would share things with me. And I, that was my process of starting the road of not being judgmental against each other. Cause I knew she was, she loved Jesus. I knew it. And who am I to try to put a bunch of rules and regulations on her that, to cause her to perform rather than um, seek God, right, to perform? And so to, um, by doing certain things and keeping certain um, rituals and keep and doing, you know, all the you can't do this because that's a sin. You can't do this because all that stuff, some of that stuff is not even biblically sound. But um, I knew that God was was working on her, even though I didn't understand, because where I was, it was super religious. You get saved and you leave everything right away. But there's still a process of sanctification. That's the biggest thing that I want to leave with you. There's a, that doesn't give you permission to just willfully sin, um, but there is a process of sanctification wherein we go from glory to glory and faith to faith. It doesn't all happen overnight. Dion wasn't who she is right now 20 plus years ago, as, as you've heard. It's, uh, things have happened. It's been a process. And that's how we need to see our children. And that's how we need to see our loved ones. Don't beat them over the head with the word. Don't beat them over the head with a bunch of, you're not supposed to do this. That's a sin. Let the Holy Spirit teach them. Okay, bye. <laughs> and I mean, the Holy Spirit taught me. Even even when I used to sing, um, and I, I remember the, the, that particular song, which I would not give him the release to, um, to it never made an album because I contested so hard. Um, and he was, he was a little bit mad at me. I didn't care though, because I knew that I couldn't speak those words. (laughs) It was then that I started to realize for real, the power of our words. That song was a teacher to me. 
And I knew that I was not going to be responsible for releasing those kind of words into the atmosphere. So that was a, a very teachable moment for me. Anybody else have any questions, comments, commentary? Thank you, Karen, for sharing. <clears throat> Anybody else? The um Dion this <clears throat> Lynn. Yes. That was Tanya, Tanya, not Tanya. It was Tanya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh I, I thought that was well said. Very well said. That's all. Okay. Yeah, anybody else? Good morning, Dion. This is Jubilant. Hey, Jubilant. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I was just thinking about um meeting you almost, I think it might have been almost 20 years ago, probably about 20 years ago. First time meeting you was at my sister's wedding and you were doing her hair and not knowing that we would be here. Right. <laughs> how, how God worked it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I have so much from this connection. I have grown i'm you know i'm still at like what like what gwen was saying and so many other people were saying that you know um in that process of birthing something that's been in me for a while but i have grown from that person that you know at first didn't have you know uh had a lot of uh issues um far as just being, you know, as far as people pleasing and stuff like that and not having confidence in what, you know, who the Lord has made me. And I've known, noticed lately as time is going on and I, you know, um, sometimes struggle to listen. Sometimes, you know, like you said, get angry hearing these things, how these have pushed me to take, you know, steps further, to continue to move further in my um in my commitment to God, I also remember in my in the things that God has called me to, and it was some things you said to me that resonated with my own, you know, like some as far as my relationship with God and some of the things that were kind of uh, different. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate you saying that things that He calls you to do that seem crazy to other people, but you were following through. Well, you know, and you went on and did it anyway. Um, unfortunately, at one point, because of when I got to a certain point where I allowed that to happen one time, I just let go and just was really free. To be honest, it scared me, and I retreated. But you know, listen to you once again. You know, I, I'm I'm praying and you know, and pushing towards having that that relationship and experience with God once again. And so I just want to tell you, I appreciate you. I appreciate. This call, I've grown, and I'm continuing to grow. I love you, and I love your transparency. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love you, too. <laughs> Definitely. I, I get it. I get it. I, I never, um, keeping in mind, for people who don't don't really know, technically, I was very introverted. I would I know how to move around around people. But still, you know, I spent so much time with people. But keep in mind that all those things that he would ask me to do were simply teaching me how to hear his voice. So like right now, if if I were to close my eyes and be in a room, I would be able to hear that it, it heightened my discernment. So a lot of the things that we go through are really just training ground. 
And if you allow it to be that as the tool, the thing that trains you and teaches you how to hear the voice of God clearly, this phone call, whether or not you guys know it, is training where you can kind of hear the hearts of men. So I hear what people don't say, right? I hear through what you say, not intentionally, um, but, but it is the discerning of hearts. I hear hearts. Right. So I see certain things. I hear certain things. Even being in the music industry for as long as I was, there were certain things that I learned to hear. Now, I didn't know that they were watching me read my Bible. But to date, right now, be legit will call me and be like, hey, B, can you uh, pray for this, that, and the third? Right. Or banks will call me and say, hey, Dion, XYZ is going on. Can you, you mind praying for me right quick? Right now, today, 20-some years later, right? So every single thing that we go through, nothing is wasted. Keep that in mind. There are places that I have to go, that I can go, that I have access to, that Tanya would probably slide down the wall if somebody even told her she had to go in there. I don't care because of what I come from, right? I was created to go places that other people won't go. I was created to do things that other people won't do. Each one of us has our own divine assignment and appointment. You've gone through certain things because there are certain things you had to go through to be able to access the things that you are called to. So for, for everybody has their own level. The word says to every man is given a measure of faith, right? Some have faith, some have great faith and others have perfect faith. Well, I'm retarded. I believe God for stuff that makes no sense. It's how I'm put together. Everybody's not cut out like that. And it doesn't, even in, in learning, sometimes when, when I was younger and I didn't understand what the seer's anointing was, I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't understand apostolic gifting. I didn't understand the difference between the office of the prophet or, or a prophetic utterance or the prophetic gifting. There are different levels to all of this, but if you don't study your word, if you don't read the word for yourself, if you take the word of every preacher, every pastor, every evangelist, you will miss what's for you. You have to have, in order to push, you got to know the word for yourself. You got to hear the word for yourself. You got to know what you were designed to do. We all have a designated assignment. All you got to do is ask. All you got to do is seek. All you got to do is knock. And it has to be open to you. Otherwise, you make God a liar. He ain't no liar. So let's move around. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Um, good morning, Dion. This is Juanita. Thank you for your declaration. Um, it's definitely... Um, confirmation again um had the, this discussion when i first joined the call in 2019 because i didn't know my direction and where i was to go and um you know still even in 2020 i my decision was you know i was going to live in texas you know where my son and his kids were and follow 50 you know but it wasn't where God had me, and you had even mentioned, you said, oh, well, you'll be back, because I'm going home. 
going back to Peoria, Illinois, where I'm from, you know, I have a home there, blah, 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 Skippy and all that. But that's not where God wanted me. So I, um, there's so many transitions that have happened since then. You know, I thank God for um, having this call, for being on this call. Um, and um, I just thank God for you all um, that has poured into my life. And um, it's still things that I definitely know that I need to do. That's what you just said, that things that we've gone through, um, it's for us, for, for what God has planned us to do. And so I'm still needing to get in my word more and seek and, and knock and ask God what it is that he will have me to do. So I just thank you um, this morning for your declaration. So before I go any further, so wh where are you at right now, Swanita? I'm in California right now. I'm walking into <laughs> my building, San Francisco. <laughs> that wasn't even a year. You wasn't gone a year, were you? No, I wasn't. <laughs> you uh -huh. said you'll be back, and that's just uh -huh. what you told me. I know. I remember saying that. Oh, hey, man, hey, this, right, is, this, this was funny, Juanita. <laughs> so I heard your whole attitude. <laughs> she was hot. I heard it. I could, she I was could hot. feel it. I could feel it. And I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I was love hot at me. I don't didn't, care. Didn't you say that you are in, I don't want to put you, you are local. You're in the Bay Area. You're not, you're, yes. you're across, the, yes, you I live across the bridge, right? Listen, I live in Listen, is she back or what? Is she back or what? That's hilarious. That is, that so is hilarious. Uh -huh. She showed and tell us she was back though. I remember that day too. Yep, that energy it was hot. It was hot. She was hot. I don't care. I makes a lot of y'all mad, honey. Y'all be telling me off and writing me hate notes. I don't care. I ain't scared of none of you jokers. I almost said something else. Dion, she only we only knew um she was back because she was in traffic on Friday Night Live and she was getting from the city. Oh, for real? <laughs> I didn't I didn't know she was back. I thought she was still in Illinois. Had no clue. Well, well welcome thank home, you. honey. <laughs> thank you. I'm Patty. <laughs> hey man. Hey man. Anybody else? Hey, Dion, this is Levine again. Hey. What I, I just had a flashback of uh, 23rd and Market, and it just uh, <laughs> got reminded me how we used to really cut up. And I remember <laughs> that day when you said, I'm going to name my baby after your baby. And lo and behold, mm -hmm. both of the Deontes, mm -hmm. the enemy tried to take them both out at birth. So Beyonce and Demario, because it was you and Kelly. Yes, 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 and Kelly was there too. Yes, <laughs> and so Kelly looking at that, mm -hmm. I was like, "Wow!" I said, "God, God is amazing." So He'll let you, He'll allow us to have flashbacks of our yeah. life and see where He brought us from. And so I just yeah. wanted to just say, "Wow, God," because they they have they have such an awesome destiny ahead of them. And the enemy is still, you know, trying to do what he did. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. we, we we are the greater ones, and we are the victors. We are victorious. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to share 23rd and Market. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Man. Hey, man. Anybody else? 
Radical Time Kim again. Okay. Go ahead, Kim. And um, I just wanted to say um, that um, I know that you know each and every share it, it gets to me in a different way, and so I always have you know a comment to make. And when you said you were that introvert, extrovert, that's kind of me. I know it doesn't seem like it, but my smile has always spoken for me. Um, and I just want you guys to know that, you know, this platform has allowed me to share things that I haven't shared with people. Even Cynthia being one of my best friends, she didn't know that I was at the bootleggers at 10 years old. She didn't know I was stealing cars at 11 and, you know, doing GTAs. And, you know, this platform has allowed me to share things that I was always uncomfortable to share. And it was one of the reasons I didn't move forward in what God had for me because I didn't want to share my story. I was always afraid to share my story. Um, in the home I was raised in, we didn't tell things that happened in the home. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, um, I realized now, today, I actually realized that you guys are able to mute people. So the day I was chatting and the phone was muted on me, I realized that probably was our switchboard, Miss Rochelle. Not that she, uh-huh. um, I'm sure that she muted me unintentionally because I know if y'all want somebody to kind of slow it down on the talking, you'll put a couple amens out there in the middle of the conversation. But uh-huh. I think that it was only God that allowed Sister Tanya, because as I mentioned, I love you to death, Sister Dion, and I thank God for all that God is using you for. But like you said, Sister Tanya came to your stoop that day. When Sister Tanya interrupted, I was on mute. I couldn't even respond, and I probably was God like, okay, shut it down. When she prayed for me and reminded me that I'm accepted into this family and how much I was loved, it it did something different for me. So I just appreciate y'all letting me share my story each week. It's giving me the power to fulfill God's purpose, not my purpose, because I want to be part of the Cosby family or somebody besides Kim's family. So, um, you know, I have been through a lot, but I realize that it's because of, you know, who God is. You know, he took me through because he knew I could get through. And I want to be able to get somebody else through. So I just thank y'all for being my family. I thank y'all for being my new. And I'm ready to push y'all. Amen. Hey, that's awesome, Kim. I'm excited for you. But let me just let me let me just be really really clear. We have a Tanya on this call, and we have a it ain't no shade at all. I'm just 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 FYI. We do have a Tanya on this call, but we also have a Tanya. And so I always Tanya. Tanya. <laughs> yes, I will usually say Tanya, not Tanya, and Tanya will say this Tanya. <laughs> Tanya, did I get it right? <laughs> but um, I'm I'm so thankful for your journey, Kim. I really am, and I'm looking forward to what all of what God has for you. And let me tell you something. My so we don't care that you were stealing cars at 11. My son was. My son, my son was my sons was stealing cars at eleven. Uh, one of them stole a gun from somebody's house, took it to took it to uh, took it to school with him. He said he didn't have no bullets in it. Took it to school with him because somebody had threatened to punch him in his mouth with his braces on, and he was gonna protect himself. So listen, we got all kind of stuff. We we don't care. We just want you to be free. We we just want you to be free. We just want oh, you to be free. And the only way that you're free. The only way you're going to get free, we are overcomers by the words of our testimony, and we won't get free all at one time. It's a process, right? And as we start to – because here's what I found. When I tell my own truth, can't nobody bring it up and use it and to hold me hostage. I already told my stuff, so. <laughs> okay, bye.
Thank you, Tanya. And you know what? I just know that it's a platform that God has for, you know, a bigger purpose. So I'm going to have to share it anyway. But it may be because I haven't seen y'all personally or don't know y'all, but I just feel comfortable. I feel y'all in my spirit. So I feel like this is like the first trimester of that birth that I'm going to eventually, you know, have. So it's just allowing me to speak before the people, before God's people, and to feel the love and be, you know, received to be able to go on a big platform for God. That's, yes, that's what it's amen. called. It's called find, finding your sound. And we all we all did it. So it's a it's a process. Like everything Thank else, you. it's a process. But it's coming. Thank you, yeah, Queen. That's all. Yeah, that's all. You you you'll get where you're supposed to go. Amen. Anybody else before we go, we pass the hour. Yeah, Hello, El Tanya, you did that. Oh, oh. Uh-oh. I didn't, what, what did you did, <laughs> oh, my sister. You was right on her. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was target spot on. This <laughs> Tanya. Hey, man, I think I heard uh, a gentleman. Did I hear Al? Yes, ma'am. That's, this is me. I just want to say that um, my experience about, you know, being transparent, um, we allow others to feel uh, comfortable about being transparent themselves, and it's a part of healing. So um, it helps set people free. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Well, again, it's Wednesday. Um, it's our it's our fasting day. We meet right back here at 5 p.m. for those that can. Um, <clears throat> and I pray that you would use today really to, you, you can say what you want to say, but I would encourage you, um, I would implore you to listen like never before. This is a season of really, really discerning the times uh, as it, it relates to you and what God has called you to do personally. Just start asking, God, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to move around right here? What What is it that you want to teach me? Um, who is it that I'm assigned to? Uh, and, and really just ask. And when you, after you ask, listen, I guarantee exactly. he's going to start showing you what it is that you were designed to do specifically. Somebody was about to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, it's magnificent. Magnificent. And then who else? Gwen. Gwen. Go ahead, magnificent. Gwen, you can go second. Uh Uh-oh, who else was that? Was that somebody else trying to speak? Bubbly. Okay. Go, Go magnificent, Gwen, and then Bubbly, you'll be our last comment. So I've been doing with the ad libs today, but you know my name is in that mix about stuff I'm supposed to be doing and been doing and all of that. Mm-hmm. Definitely overdue pregnant. I need the Pitocin, all of that stuff. So, And to the Pitocin, since I'm not a mother um, in the natural, I didn't know that uh, word, but I, this is the second time today that I've heard it, so I know it's for me. So God bless you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Love you, Pastor. Amen. Love you more, babe. Go ahead, Gwen. You know what? Uh, the the scripture that comes to mind is study to be quiet. <laughs> so uh, I I appreciate that. You know, in past times I didn't understand that. The Lord was saying to me, you know what? You talk a lot. You, you you're hyperverbal, Glenn. And as I'm talking to him, I'm going on and on and on and on and on. I'm like, Lord, I can't sleep. And he said, if you just shut up, you know, you can get some rest. So it's good to listen. Yeah. Listen to your friends. 
Listening is definitely grand despite the results. Amen. Go ahead, Bud. Good morning. Um, I just want to jump. Um, just want. I first of all, I'm so glad to hear your sound. Um, I was hesitant to um get on the line, and I was like, okay, today is the first. They're gonna be talking about push. I was like, okay, I gotta get on the call. I gotta get on the call because in my season of healing and in my season of reflection, for lack of a better word, I am grateful to God just for how I'm making it through. That's how I'm making it through. And uh, I'm not going to say anything about birthing or being pregnant. I'm just grateful. I'm just so grateful to God for what he's allowing me to go through. He's right there with me because every time I get in my head about I'm alone, I don't have nobody to be with me or nobody around me. And God reminds me gently, everything, you are not alone. I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you. So I'm grateful for the push because it's continuing. It's me to keep pushing through, keep pushing on, because I know God is not through with me yet. I'm still here. I'm still here. And it's only through the grace of God that I'm still here. So I just wanted to say that, and I'm going to be pushing through the entire month of September, Lord willing, um, because I know there's so much more that I need to hear. So I just I just want to say that. And I, I love everybody. I love you most definitely because is it eight years, seven years, eight years? Been on the, being been be here in January. and have made it through everything in my life. And um, it's because of God and I give him all the glory. And it's because of you guys because you guys won't let me give up. So to God be our glory. You everybody have a wonderful day. I will be in my word a whole bunch today. So I love you guys and have an awesome day. That's me. We love you both. Amen. Amen. Well, let's get our day started, y'all. Be love and light and thought. Know that any and every single thing that uh God wants to get to you is up to you for having the capacity and having a mindset to straightway and or immediately believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So I want you all to be encouraged, be inspired, and be prepared for uh, this push that's coming. It's, it's here. We are on the precipice of delivery. So I pray that you go and grow in love. Have an amazing, amazing day. We'll hear you right back here at 5 p.m. If not, We'll hear you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. God bless you. May he ever so keep you. And I'll hear you guys a little later. Bye-bye. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day. Have a great day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everybody. Have a good day. I love you. You have a good day, too, Yvonne. Love you, too.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Life, forgiving one another 